Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Hoping to get Jimmy Rogers on here with us. Jimmy is uh, all wrapped up with the season, of course, a 15-0 and year and a the best record in the history of South Dakota State as they win the national championship for the second straight season. And, uh, wow, what a year they had. It was funny. After the, the game was over, I was interviewing Jackson Yankee um, and have had this conversation with several people since. In fact, Curtis was on the show uh, when I brought it up. Was this the best FCS team ever? And um, and I was just asking, you know, Jackson about the season, and uh, it how hard it was going to be. This was their last game together, blah, blah, blah. And he, he says, our goal was to be the best FCS team in the history of college football. What do you think, Mark? <laughs> just think, you stinker. Don't turn that on me. But we know each other well enough. I think he was just being mischievous and, and putting me on the spot. And I just said, you know, that you're in the, you're certainly in the conversation to say it's the best ever. Uh, I don't know. That would be pretty tough. And I think we have Jimmy here. Hang on a second. There's going to be a little bit of dead air. Hang on. And I'm going to try to reach over and do this and not blow it. Okay. Let's see here. Jimmy, you there? Gotcha. Awesome. Cool. I was able to do that left-handed while I was still talking. I didn't think I was that uh, talented. (laughs) Punching all kinds of buttons here on the board. It gets confusing. Glad you made it. Good to have you on the show. I was just talking about Jackson... After the game was over on, on, uh, championship day was, he put me on the spot and he goes, our goal this year was to be the best FCS championship game, team ever. What do you think, Mark? <laughs> and I laughed and I was in the middle of my answer when you called. I said, you know, it, 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 you guys are certainly in the conversation. 15 and 0, back to back championship years, 29 straight wins, all of that stuff. Uh, pretty impressive. I, I, it's just that the FCS goes back through one double A to teams like Georgia Southern and James Madison and Appalachian State. Do you remember when Appalachian State won at Michigan as a one double A team? That was incredible. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I remember watching that. That was uh one of the probably biggest upsets ever. But I'm sure people are bringing this up to you. Uh how do you respond when people say that to you in terms I mean, was was that a goal of the team, or was that certain individuals on the team that really wanted wanted people to to say that they that they were? And I I would say you're you're in the discussion. I hate labeling one team in any sport as the best ever. Yeah, I don't think we really ever we never even talked about those things. Uh, we really talked about one week at a time, and I know that's boring for people, but I think that's what it takes to have the success that we all wanted. To where there was no drop off game, to where we weren't looking out ahead to see what our record was or what what we just needed to get in order to get in or where we'd be seated. We never talked about that. We just talked about the team and that we were competing against that week and trying to bring out the best in each and every one of us and staying focused throughout all of it. So, yeah, we never talked about any of those things. And honestly, uh, there's too many different uh, vectors that go into this to compare. It's like comparing LeBron and Jordan, right? I'm just not one to get into an argumentative debate about any of those things. I agree. And I'm older than you, so I go back and, you know, LeBron, Jordan, Bird, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. I mean, it, it, 
Oscar Robertson. There's great players from every era. But this art, there's no question, this was the greatest team in the history of South Dakota State. And I would say within the state of South Dakota, easily the best team ever. Um, that, that had to be a source of pride for all of you guys, not just the players, but you and your coaching staff as well. Yeah, I think the source of pride stems from uh, doing it together with a collective group of people that really enjoyed being around one another and putting in the type of work that we did day in and day out to have the result that we wanted on Saturday. That's what was special. Um, the result of the game, there were games that we won the game that we didn't even feel like we won. It was kind of unique in that sense, especially. Um, but I think that goes with having a really high standard for yourself that although you may have succeeded in the world's eyes um for us we felt like there's room to improve and we had great leadership to to take ownership of that and continue to push forward to see how good we could really be um i think there's definitely games that i thought we played cleaner than other games but at the end of the day it's about competing and getting the best out of yourself that you can on that given day and anybody can beat you especially in the missouri valley so uh, we'll have a different team this upcoming year, and I'm excited for the challenges. In all honesty, I told Mason uh, before the game even played the national championship that I was maybe more looking forward to the next season than I was with this current group because there's a ton of players on this team that maybe haven't played uh, as much as they would have liked or as much as what they would play at another university at the current moment, uh, and that has everything to do with the roster that was on this talent. Um so I'm excited for a lot of these guys that people don't know about to, you know, rise to the top and have people learn about them because um, there's a lot of talent. We'll have – I can't say it's going to be as seamless as it was. Uh, you're not guaranteed that, but we're surely going to hope that we can continue on the streak of what we've been able to do and have the success that we're expecting to have. I don't think that's going to change. And the nice thing is the fact that you had a lot of games where you were able to get numerous players some some real game time experience and and next year they're going to be the guy so that's really important that they got into a, a lot of different situations this year uh because there's just nothing quite like the game i mean you you can practice all you want but the game's a whole different speed yeah i think the reps are invaluable like the amount of uh nerves that come in with just trying to perform in front of people those things matter and then um you know, we make things out as coaches that things are going to always be pretty, but it's very rarely how it's drawn on a board. You have to get reps and understand and create a uh, sense of comfort and feeling when you're out on the uh, out on the field. I've had numerous linebackers say this is way easier than practice when they first got their initial game reps is because the reps that they were looking at in practice were against the scout team, and those aren't always the cleanest. And then when you get to the game, it starts to feel a little bit more like how it was talked about. So, yeah, there's going to be challenges along the way, um, but I'm excited for the guys that are here. A lot of guys had that, the opportunity to get in the games. And even with that, I, you know, I, I never tried to make it about running up the score, but I did try to make it uh, about trying to have success with these guys when they're on the field and they get their opportunity to get in there and only run the ball when we have our second and third string guys in, they need they need to run the offense. They need to run the defense. It can't be just so vanilla that they don't ever get to experience what it is like for, you know, Chase Mason to throw the football or to be in there with the ones and have the protection to be able to throw the ball. Like, 
we try to set our guys up to have success this season, but more so when those guys were getting in to have success long-term and to be able to develop into the player that they thought they could be. So a lot that goes into it. I'm just excited for what we have returning. Jimmy Rogers, our guest. Jimmy, uh, I was reading something this morning, and I guess I sort of half remembered this about Bear Bryant, and he basically was saying, "I push my guys in practice. I want to find out if I want to find out I want to find out if they're good enough and if they have the heart in practice before I have to find out in a game when you don't want to find that out." Uh, what is your approach to practice? Yeah, I think practice is critical in having success. I. We practice extremely hard. We have an up-tempo type of uh, way from when we get to one drill to the next. But when we're competing, it needs to be competitive. It needs to be physical. It needs to be full speed. So a lot of the season, although um, we might have practiced a little less in length, I feel like we got the most out of it as far as their attention span and their urgency within side of practice rather than making it longer and drawn out. Um, it was a slightly shorter, uh, but we did a lot of good versus good going against our ones, going against our 1-0 versus 1-D, 2-0 versus 2-D, 1-0 versus 2-D, stuff like that. And um, we did it consistently throughout the season. And especially when it gets to the improvement weeks where you have the buy, um, we were constantly competing against each other inside of practice, and I do think – when you have the talent on both sides of the ball, you're really getting maybe the best look that you're going to get or maybe compete against in that time frame, you know. So you grow as a team, the better you are on both sides, and we were able to do that, and um, it led to long-term success in this last season. Right. I, I'm guessing you've got to be happy with the improvement you saw from the beginning of the year to the end of the year because that's what you want. You want to be playing your best football at the end, and um even though the first half was tight, your guys pulled away and played a flawless second half in the championship game against Montana in what was a really fun environment. I, I'm guessing for your guys that played their final game, what better way to play their last college football game than in Frisco, Texas, in front of a sold-out standing-room-only stadium that had tons of maroon and blue. I mean, I was shocked at how many Montana fans were there. I thought it was it just made for a great environment. Yeah, I, uh, going back to your initial question, I, I, I was proud of the guys that they continues to get, continuously fought to get better. They stayed focused throughout the weeks. Maybe the, the, the one thing that kind of stands out about that team more than anything else is that they were never got complacent on results. They had high expectations for themselves and they kept pushing forward to the ultimate goal. As far as the environment and the fans, I mean, it was awesome. It's awesome to be able to send that group out senior group out on such a high note something that they've dreamt of they've lived before but at the same time to do it their last game i think it's a really cool experience um and much deserving this that group had put in a lot a lot of work over an extended period of time and so to leave those guys out on the right note was maybe the thing that is most rewarding to me is that they left their final game as a jackrabbit on the stage with confetti falling on them. So we'll try to do it again next year and leave this next group of seniors out on the right note. This group, though, they had, I don't want to say it was pressure, but they had extremely high expectations. I guess that's called pressure, whatever. Pressure is whatever you make of it. And I know 
that we all use this term that, uh, you know, uh, pressure is a privilege. And to me, the fact that they were able to make it through the season uh, unscathed with the expectations, not the pressure, but the expectations, uh, speaks volume about what kind of a team you had this year. Yeah, I mean, we have high expectations as a program. Is there any higher expectations than for this team upcoming? I mean, for us, it's the same. For the outside world, everybody now has a, a thought that it's it's understandable if they have a drop-off because of all the talent they have. Well, I'm just letting you know, like, that's not what we think in the building. So uh, I'm not saying we're going to have a, another undefeated season, but I am going to say that we're going to aim for it, and we're going to aim to win every single game that we have and hold ourselves to that and come out with the confidence and belief that we can win every game and uh, put in the work in order to accomplish those things. Uh, whether they happen or not is a byproduct of what we put into it right now. And um, I can tell you we're extremely focused, and there's a lot of hungry guys on the team that are chomping at the bit to get their opportunity at the moment. So that, keep working. That is almost the that's almost the phrase I was going to use here. So you got a bunch of guys that I was going to say chomping at the bit, really eager because they've been waiting patiently for their chance, and there was no way they were going to play ahead of the Yankees and and Isaiah Davis and and Zach Hines. But now. Now they get the chance. That's going to be exciting for you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because there's development that needs to happen. But you chose South Dakota State for a reason. This program has been on the rise for years. And uh, they came here for this. And expectations and the standard of what we expect out of each and every person in this building is extremely high. So uh, our goal is to try to do it again and reset ourselves and be locked into the moment. But we need to be locked into the things that create the the result, not just the result in itself. Jimmy Rogers is our guest. Jimmy, uh, you've got numerous seniors that have graduated that are going on to play in all-star games, and I do not remember ever seeing an FCS team. This kind of goes back to Jackson's argument, maybe, uh, about the best FCS team ever. I, I, I don't know if they are or not. They certainly were great, but... You've got so many guys playing in all-star games the next few weeks. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty exciting. Awesome. Yeah, Isaiah Stalberg played in the Hula Bowl just a week after playing in the national championship. And then we got five in the East-West Shrine. And then uh, Isaiah Davis, who was really scheduled to play in the East-West Shrine, got the invite to play in the Reese's Senior Bowl, which is probably the most highly touted bowl that there is. Uh, very deserving of all of those guys. Really proud of them and their accomplishments and excited to watch them compete. But as far as the volume, I think it just shows that if you have the aspirations of playing in the NFL, that it doesn't matter what level you go at. If you're good enough, they'll find you. And if you can find a program that will develop you and invest in you and show you grace along the way, um, the sky's the limit. We've been able to do that. And you got a couple of tight ends that, at, uh, Played big roles in the in the playoffs all season long. Actually, not all season for Tucker. Uh, once their other tight end, rookie tight end, got hurt, Tucker got moved into that spot, and wow, did he ever take over? I think they they've fallen in love with him in Green Bay, and he scored a touchdown last weekend. I thought the Packers were the better team against San Francisco, and they really should have won that game. And Tucker was a big reason why. Yeah, it's unfortunate to see, you know, Tucks season come to an end but he had a great year i think he needed that time 
initially maybe where he wasn't playing to truly develop and feel comfortable within the scheme. And just as you've seen when he was a Jackrabbit during his time here, uh, when he stepped on the field, there was confidence behind what he did. And um, maybe he needed that time to grow into who he is. But I do think, uh, I mean, the, the results in his play on a down-to-down basis kind of speak for themselves. He's going to be really special in the NFL for years to come. And again, that just speaks to the fact that if you're good, the NFL scouts will find you. I mean, you're busy with that on a regular basis. Talk about that. You have scouts coming to visit you or call you all the time. That's one of your duties that you didn't have to deal with before. Yeah, well, I've done, I've had the NFL leads on duty, um, when I was a position coach and, and I developed that over years. I had it for however many years I was just an assistant. So there are a lot of the same faces that come to this building. Yeah, but all 32 teams come in and I have a relationship with a lot of the guys that consistently come through here and, I've connected with them as a coordinator. I connected with them as a head coach now. And um, really, at the end of the day, what they're looking for is driven individuals that want to continue to flourish throughout their career and don't get complacent. All things that we talk about here as a program, demand as a program, and I'll make the kids focus and finish through with the process of being at their best. Uh, I, I think we do a good job of trying to mold the next NFL player uh, as good as anywhere else, you know, with the resources that we have to, in order to get them there. Um, so, yeah, this, there's a lot of teams that come through this. They're looking for driven individuals that uh, can take the next step. Obviously, there's talent that, needs to, uh, that they need to have or acquire throughout their career in order to even be thought of. But once they get into that mix, I can tell you that work ethic, character, uh, the things that make you a good person and a good uh, employee really more than anything are players. Uh, they they live that, and um, we're blessed to be around a bunch of players that are driven. Seven guys playing in all-star games. That is just – that's a crazy number, Jimmy. I And and there's a couple of those guys that I'm guessing are going to get drafted too. Yeah, yeah I think very – very highly of all of them. So I wouldn't be shocked if multiple players get drafted. So several of them well-deserving to be drafted high. Um, I could bet my life that some of these guys will have not just an NFL opportunity. They'll have an NFL career because of who they are and how they work. So I'm excited for them and look forward to watching their career. So when (laughs) – I, I know you well enough at this point. I think I've gotten to know you well enough that the day after Frisco, you're already working hard on the next year. When does when do things start in earnest? Uh, we started on Monday as far as back to training. Um, and we're in it. Uh, the kids will work out every day, and Wednesday's maybe their lightest day where it's more uh, recovery-type stuff. But they uh, they go five days a week all the way through until the end of spring ball. So um, we're back in it. That's the, the benefit of a long season is that all the reps that you get when everybody else is done, it's also the negative as far as how fast you turn around into the next season. Um, but I'll take the, the <laughs> negative of that. <laughs> I think the players will uh, many too. Many times yeah. over. Yeah, that's not a negative. It's, yeah. That's that's a real positive. Jimmy, thanks so much for all your time all season long. Congrats. It's been fun uh, getting to know you better. I think it's been great having you on on a weekly basis, and we'll plan on it next year.
Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Jimmy Rogers, our guest, head coach of the National Championship Jackrabbits for a second straight year. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. For those who don't like to be still, for those with things to do and the drive to get them done, for those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust, Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Ring in the new year with Ashley's Orange Tag Sale. Save on new arrivals, best sellers, and everything in between. Just follow the tags in store to locate the best deals of the year. Bring your sleep to the next level with up to 20% off our best-selling Ashley Sleep Mattress in a Box options. Plus, take advantage of easy financing plans designed to make your purchase even more affordable. New year, new home, new you. Only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And just want to 
inform you a little bit of some of the things going on at Arby's, some of the special treats that you can get there as they are wrapping up their burger and strawberry shake on the menu at Arby's. It's still there, I think. It was there just a couple of days ago when I went in and got uh, uh, roast beef sandwiches for my mom and I to have supper. Uh, but coming up, once the burger and strawberry shakes are done, actually it's already started. Now through Easter, Arby's Fish is back, a crispy fish fillet with shredded lettuce and tartar sauce on a toasted sesame bun. How does that sound with curly fries and a lemonade? Sounds really good to me. Also now, now here's the one. Now through April, fried mac and cheese bites. Now I'm gluten-free. I'm not supposed to have them. But I might just have to try it with some ketchup. I know that's my favorite meal in the world is mac and cheese with ketchup. And as a kid, we used to cut up, my mom used to cut up hot dogs and put them in there too. So um, whether that sounds good to you or not, I'm sorry if it doesn't, but that's my favorite meal. And the biscuit, bacon, beef, and cheddar, now through the end of February, thinly sliced oven roasted beef and smoked brisket topped with a bacon, cheddar, cheese sauce, and red ranch sauce served on a toasted onion roll. Oh, that sounds really good. All right, I'm hungry now, so it's time to check out. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.